Hey guys, it's me, Doc. Not long time no talk, right? Well, I have something really important I want to talk to you about. We're going to call this one gaggly and googly-eyed, otherwise known as the joys of hyperthyroidism. So, you know, for a long time now, since my chemotherapy ended, I have endured the effects of hypothyroidism because my poor thyroid was chemically destroyed with little hope of its recovery from my chemo for my lymphoma. So I had the thin hair and the dry skin and the ridiculous fatigue and the inability to lose weight. So they've just kind of become part of my daily routine, despite constant medication dose adjustments and doctor's appointments, etc. I mean, don't get me wrong, I'm not complaining. I'm incredibly grateful that my liver and kidneys recovered. I'm incredibly grateful to be alive. I can't, you know... I can do this, but this thyroid stuff is just still kind of a bummer, right? So just when I had settled in with those symptoms, like, okay, this is life, right? My thyroid totally decides to whip around and launch me in the opposite direction towards hyperthyroidism. So let's talk about how different that is. Because we've talked about hypothyroidism before. This one's about hyperthyroidism. So there's four main causes of hyperthyroidism, right? First is an inflammation thyroiditis of the gland due to like a viral infection or medication side effects or even pregnancy. Second is Graves' disease. The third is taking too much thyroid medication. And the fourth, which is super rare, is from non-cancerous growths of like the thyroid or the pituitary gland. So let's talk about symptoms, right? Because there are a ton. So let's break them down into categories, right? First, we got mood symptoms. That's your mood swings, your nervousness, your panic attacks that you've never had before. The heart symptoms, like the abnormal rhythm, the palpitations, the tachycardia, or rapid heart rate. The whole body stuff, like the excess sweating, the hunger, the fatigue, the heat intolerance, the restlessness, the diarrhea, the warm skin, the weight loss, the weakness, the tremor. I know, you heard me say weight loss, but it's not in a good way, all right? Let's talk about the sleep symptoms, insomnia, or difficulty falling asleep at all. Let's talk about menstrual symptoms. The periods get whacked. They get either super short and light or just irregular and all over the place. Then let's talk about behaviors. You get hyperactive. You get irritable all the time. Everything gets you and you don't know why. And then last but not least, your eyeballs get all puffed out or even protrude because of the muscle changes around the eyes. Yuck, right? I mean, it all sounds great. Uh, No, it doesn't. So when I was looking up risk factors for hyperthyroidism, the most common ones are family history of thyroid disease, pregnancy, chronic illness like pernicious anemia, you know, the original vampire anemia, and adrenal sufficiency. But I didn't really see my reason in many resources, the chemo destruction of the thyroid, but I can tell you it exists and it's very difficult to treat. So when you look at all those symptoms, you're like, okay, those sound pretty annoying, but like not life-threatening, right? Wrong. Hyperthyroidism needs to be treated. If you have any of these symptoms, you need to go to your doctor. Let's look at what happens if you don't treat it, right? All kinds of things. It can lead to weak, brittle bones and osteoporosis because our bone strength really depends on the amount of calcium and other minerals that go into the bones that get absorbed, and too much thyroid really stops that calcium absorption. Your eyeballs can have troubles. Thyroid eye disease can develop. This this affects the muscles and tissues around the eyes. You get the bulging eyes, that gritty sensation, the redness, the pressure, the pain. Your eyelids start kind of retracting off your eyeball. They get red. You get light sensitive. You can even get double vision. You can even lose your vision if you don't treat that stuff. 
There can also be skin stuff. The can, your skin can change and swell. I know mine does. And sometimes that swelling is so significant that like when you look at your shins, it's literally like shiny. Same thing with your feet. It's really weird. The most dangerous, though, potential complication of untreated hyperthyroidism is that thyrotoxic crisis or thyroid storm. That requires immediate emergency care. You can have a fever, tachycardia, nausea, vomiting, diarrhea, dehydration, even delirium. So how do you get diagnosed, right? Go to the doctor. Get a thorough history and physical exam. Right? Like, I'm talking head to toe, not just kind of look at you and, you know, say you're good. Right? I'm talking about examine your thyroid, examine your neck, look at your vitals, look at your body, look at your skin, look for tremors, look for overactive reflexes, moist skin, rapid pulse, eye changes, etc. They'll probably draw some labs like T4, T3, and TSH, which is your thyroid stimulating hormone. Make sure you're fasting when you get those tests and also make sure you haven't taken any B vitamins like biotin for at least five days before because that can affect the levels. And then if your levels are positive... Okay, meaning your TSH is too low, you're probably going to get a thyroid ultrasound. If there's nodules, you're probably going to have to have a radioiodine skin. So how do you treat it, right? Well, antithyroid medicines are an option. They stop the thyroid from making too much hormone. They usually take several weeks to work. You can use beta blockers, but those are more just for symptoms because they can bring down the rapid heart rate and the tremors. They don't do anything to the thyroid levels. More significantly, radioiodine. This makes the gland shrink and usually makes it underactive, so that'll lead to hypothyroidism, and then you'll need to be treated for that. Most drastic option is removal of all or part of the thyroid. Now, that is a very complicated head and neck surgery. It's more of a last resort if meds and iodine and everything are not an option or did not work. Of course, there are risks because when you're working in the neck, you've got blood vessels and nerves and all kinds of minute structures you worry about injury to the vocal cord, you worry about injury to the parathyroid gland. So it's a complicated surgery so that like unless you need it, you don't want to go there first. But the bottom line is that hyperthyroidism needs to be taken seriously because serious complications can occur. So if you have any of those symptoms that I talked about, talk to your doctor, please. Have a great day, everybody.